Welcome, boys and ghouls, to a very special mini-sode of Halloween is Forever. I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm Steve. Steve, you sound sick. You still feeling a little under the witty? No, I was just being silly. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have all been cut. Well, at least I was under the weather. Steve was under the weather, so I was worried you were still a little congested. I'm feeling a little congested. You know what? I'm not going to let it get in my way. I'm we just a little hungover, shit you know? Like- yeah, you, you, uh, w- I, we were talking about that before we got on. Uh, by the way, guys, we're going to do a little Q&A this time around. It's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. Um I was trying to think of a vulgar um, thing that Q&A could stand for, but I couldn't think of a Q word, like a vulgar Q word. The only thing I can think of is queef, which is not, which is a little bit vulgar. I don't know. Anyway. Um, the Australians have queeb, which is also a queef, but they just say queeb. I don't know. Uh, let's see. It, says, it, means, it means the same thing, though. Yeah. 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 Sick. Uh, um, something new every day, guys. Queeb, listen, we, we, we're we're cultured podcast guys. Um, <laughs> we are gonna, yeah, we have some really fun listener submitted questions uh, that you degenerate bastards sent our way that we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna throw out there and talk about a little bit and stuff like that. So it'll be a fun little kind of uh, informal episode in that way. We did a, a Q and A episode a ways back, and folks seemed to really dig it, and we had some questions left over, uh, and then we got a bunch of new questions. So we'll yeah. We'll just do it for a while and see how many we get through. It should be fun. But before that, I was going to ask Meg, what what did you get into last night? I know we were talking about the show I went to. What did you get into last night that you're I... still hung over at 5 p.m. the next day? <laughs> the long and short is I got drunk and joined a Polish club. Oh, hell yeah. Um, the long of it is I like I actually met up with people I haven't seen in fucking forever at East End and got to meet their baby. And it, like I'm pretty indifferent about having my own kids, but I fucking love kids. I think they're mm-hmm. awesome. And this is the first time I got to meet her and she was awesome and adorable and loved me. I'm yeah. a hilarious human. Yeah. As I suggested in my, you know, my story, guys. Mm-hmm. B- why baby, am I so ba- fun and hilarious? <laughs> babies Ask a baby. Babies really boost my self-esteem too. I'm like, I'm fucking hilarious. This baby's crap. I'm killing. I'm killing with babies. Yeah. I love it. Um yeah. we, I have a baby in my house right now as well. Um because my brother and sister-in-law are in town and brought their two-month-old uh, uh, little baby daughter uh, with them. So we met her for the first time the other day, and she's That's just terrible. chilling around. She's fucking ridiculously cute. Meg, you would get along with her great. She's super Nordic. Um, she's super into horses, too. She, I guarantee she's going to be into horses. <laughs> but she is... Uh, she, her, uh, my, my brother, even though he's not, he looks Nordic. He's tall, blonde hair, blue-eyed. And then uh, mm-hmm. uh, his uh, mm-hmm. wife, who is uh, very Nordic in nature, uh, and they named the child Freya. Fuck yeah. uh, so they've got like a Nordic yeah. metal name, too. So this kid's going to be six foot tall. And like, I hope you her know, first concert <laughs> is a black metal show. That would also mm, sure make that us she's get along really well. At, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What is your policy on putting corpse paint on a baby? Oh, I'm open. I'm, I'm pro it, I guess. I don't know. Sorry. Um, but yeah, she's super laid back, super chill little kid. So uh, yeah, she's 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 a cutie. But 
You just got you just got to make it non-toxic because they are going to put it in their mouths. And, that's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's they're going to all. eat it all. Yeah. yeah no latex true. Yeah. No latex paint. No, <laughs> no, no shoe polish. Right. Um, yeah, no, but I've been like uh, the other part of the story. I was like getting really into playing darts again. Like one of my coworkers mm. likes playing. When, mm. So like I'll meet up with him and his partner a lot. And I'm like. I'm not great, but I'm not terrible. That's you know? kind of like where I'm at. I, 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 I enjoy darts as well. I'm kind of like that with uh, with with uh, bowling. Like I'm in a bowling league, you know, every other Saturday mm-hmm. kind of thing. Go play in the bowling league. I'm not a good bowler, but I just I like to bowl. I yeah. enjoy the activity of bowling. I kind of suck at it. Good I'm below at average to at it. like doing it, you know? Yeah. Uh, the good thing about bowling and darts mm. is that it doesn't really matter if you ever reach the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you already look the part. Yeah, you, yeah <laughs> like, exactly. Like, there's no bowler or dartsman that yeah. looks like significantly better than any of the three of us. Yeah. No, 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 no. We, we. I mean, you can lie and make people believe that you're at the top of the game. <laughs> well, yeah, I could totally like if I was if I was a single man and I was out and about, you know, uh, p- picking up, uh, trying trying to trying to hook up at the bar, and I went up and I was like, yeah, I'm the number. 10 ranked dart player in the world <laughs> they would have no reason to, to question that but if mm-hmm. i said i'm like an olympic gymnast they'd be like probably <laughs> not dude yeah <laughs> you know what i mean um so yeah you could definitely and then you just de- respond with don't body shame me yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well i do the floor exercise yeah, that's that's my move i do the fucking the little swizzle wand thing would have been uh, uh, way more hilarious if you did like the balance beam though like <laughs> yeah. you Just look like a guy heavy like, <laughs> you look like a guy gut. that would would do really well on a balance beam <laughs> <laughs> yeah said no one fucking ever um so yeah it's a uh, that's true i i like that i like that i like i can that's one of the last things that i could could theoretically go pro at like if i'm still holding on to my my uh dreams as a pro athlete like it's got to be bowling or darts mm-hmm. or shuffleboard or something it can't it's not, i i think i gave up my nba dreams a while ago i don't think that's gonna happen oh that was a uh, recent um like recent thing you gave up in the last like six to nine months i think covid really squashed my nba dreams got it got um, it. and i think also being 38 years old and overweight <laughs> probably had something to do with it too but um in any case, guys, we're not talking about our, our hopes and aspirations, although maybe we will in this here Q&A. Who knows? Um, but before we do that, we do got a couple of quick things we got to knock off the list here. First of all, before I forget, because I keep almost forgetting um, the last couple episodes, is what beers we got. Meg, I know you're you're milking a hangover <laughs> here. What uh, uh, are, are you drinking beers? Are you avoiding you know, beers? I'm, I'm drinking the beer drinkers beer, you know, <laughs> some classic Pittsburgh pills. Yeah. Iron City today. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> you guys can't see it, but Meg just went as she chugged the rest of a can of Iron City. Just, just a little hair of the dog situation there. Meg is slowly morphing into a like a 1940s steelworker. Well, she joined a Polish club. So. She jo- literally just told she joined a Polish club, which I hang around at the Hungarian club. Like, I, you know, I have no room to talk. But Meg was just talking about how brutally hungover she was, but then proceeded to finish her Iron City. Um, and like I said, she's just slowly turning into like, pretty soon you'll be like, 
we'll just wake up one day and we'll have been a f- like a union welder for the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. I can only hope. Yeah. You know, I need a backup plan in case this mm-hmm. beer career thing hey, doesn't welding. work out, you know? You make a fuckload of money welding. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's just going to find a union card in her purse and just go, yeah. huh. It, what, did I, what did I do last night? Huh. <laughs> Weird. Um, all oh, right, man. so Meg's, Meg's up to her shit. Steve, what are you drinking there? I saw a bottle. That's that's out of the... Uh, well, unless it's soju, that's out of the realm of that's soju. Uh, normal brown bottle. for you. Brown bottle. Yeah. Soju come in green bottle. That's what I was going to say. I was like, it's not soju. I was going to say Steve never drinks out of a bottle, but then I remembered that soju Steve does. Yeah. <laughs> we were told earlier that this was somebody requested that we go back and do like a, a kind of a roundup of older things that mm-hmm. we enjoy. We did. Yeah, yeah. A retro throwback. Yeah, I don't know if I'm the only one that followed this no, prompt. No, I did. I okay. did. I actually okay. have two beers, but um, yes, Steve, I did. excuse me. I thought Meg's, Meg's applied. I feel like it doesn't. No. If it's her everyday drinker, <laughs> yeah. then she should have gone back to like Sam Adams Boston Lager or something. Mm. Something something she's turned her back on. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that that was the parameter. Got oh, it. see, that was, I didn't follow That's that That's what either. I felt like it was. I felt like it was okay. something that we don't daily drink. Just something yeah. that, you know, something that started you us off. What? I yeah. have to be honest because I'm just an honest human. I totally forgot about that. So this just worked out in my favor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I have plenty of beers I could talk about that. I'd be like, Meg, yeah, man. Classic we, Meg, we, failing upward. We, failing upward. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, that's a pretty good statement. I, but I feel like it's been nice because I think on a couple episodes, even recently, we've brought up a couple things that, you Some know. Some throwback brews. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like going to do Dundee. that because I had a. Yeah, I had some Saranac last time around, and I still have some in the fridge. But I actually went in for for a throwback as far as the 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 podcast is concerned. And I'm I'm drinking me a little uh little Pilsner cow. Of course, oh. yeah. Classic. I just felt you know it was a little bit of a throwback. I I was out in Philly. I found some nice, uh, fresh, five hundred milliliter cans. Um, you know, so I grabbed me that. I n- never turned down a Pilsner cow. Um. Although I finished my basement and I'm now like planning for where I'm going to build this bar. And so I took a lot of my beer things are going down to the basement because it's where mm. the bar is going to be, which allows me to free up more space in my uh, office for, you know, spooky shit and toys, basically. Um, but I also have another new beer here, which I'm going to crack into momentarily because my Pilsner Kell is almost gone, uh, which I really fucking dig um, from Necromancer Brewing uh, Gold. Which mm. is their uh, their they they call it a Pittsburgh cream ale. It's just a nice little crispy it's, cream ale. It's yeah. kind of mildly appropriate that you'd be drinking one of their beers though, because like they what they do like the, all the quote unquote resurrecting old styles of sorts. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. look yep. at it in roundabout ways, guys. We all we're all doing we all, doing we the all thing. Knew, what do the kids say? We understood the assignment. The assignment. Oh, we we yeah. all understood the assignment. So let me <laughs> let me ask the two of you. Yes, yes. What am I drinking? Oh, homebrew. No, what you idiots you? just passed over me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, I didn't pass Brian over did. you. 
Yeah, you did. You went to me, and then you went back and oh, started talking about your you. own damn beer. Well, then, well, then, because you guys were giving us, a, you were giving me a hard time about us not understanding the assignment. I, I was so asking. I, I was asking I if anybody. The assignment. I was giving Meg a hard time. I wasn't. I didn't know if you. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> All right, moving on. I still uh, feel like <laughs> I still feel like I'm the only one who followed the assignment, though. That's fine. I really, really want to know what you're drinking, Steve. What you got? What you uh, got? I have a very classic Deschutes Black Butt Porter. Oh, Ooh. sick. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And this is this is like one of those four beers that started me in on craft. Because mm-hmm. yeah. like it was like Sam like Adams. Butts. Yeah. Sam Adams Cherry Wheat. Um, <laughs> Lion's Head. Butt. I know. I know. Okay. Okay. okay, okay good. <laughs> Uh, Lion's Head was an early one for me. Oh, fuck mm-hmm. yeah. And then, um, fucking Line and Kugel, uh, mm. vanilla, uh, you know, the Snowdrift Vanilla Porter. Snowdrift Vanilla yeah. Vanilla Porter, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah before I, we move on, I have a comment about this, but I also just want to interject real fast, uh, talking about Brian's beers, mm. is that I came up with a compliment in my head that would go, it would go along with me, like making fun of people saying, like, you look like you'd be, um, you know, a balance beam. Uh, gymnast is <laughs> but a compliment is like you look like someone who would drink Pilsner or Kellen like it I feel like I heard that recently and I, I, I like that we should use that is that a but rip Jud- on Pilsner or Kel or is that a rip on the drinker no, no no I think it's a compliment it's like the opposite but in the same uh, vein like mm, you look like I see. Um, but what I wanted to go to talking about throwbacks was I think I, I was a little spoiled when I was younger growing up around Southern tier, like being mm-hmm. such like, especially when they were, uh, like a younger brewery and, you know, they were in their old building, which kind of felt like you're in someone's garage, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, it's a big warehouse. Um, and like one of the earliest things I really got into is like IPAs, but it felt like a personal achievement, like early on when I didn't really understand beer outside of Budweiser to like like something so aggressive mm-hmm. i was just like it was like a weird badge of honor for me you know yeah oh yeah i remember the first time i think we've talked about this before we used to drink like stone ruination and mm-hmm. moylan's hopsicle and that sort of stuff and just you know aggressive level of ibus just like mm-hmm. a stringently bitter like literally your mouth would almost feel raw after like drinking yeah. a couple of them just because oh, yeah. it was so aggressively bitter Can't and so something. tannic and just yeah. yeah i also really loved um like it, this came up recently because it was st patrick's day uh but i loved southern tears porter too but when they were doing raspberry wheat they would always like offer like oh you want to do a raspberry porter mm-hmm. and it was always it was delicious guys mm-hmm. I still think yeah. about that. I was actually, interesting enough, talking porters and Steve's drinking little uh, Black Butte, which is one of my favorite, uh, you know, throwback porters as well. The the one that I was actually going to look for um, to, to do for the episode was I was going to try to find, uh, I saw Trogues had made Dead Reckoning again. Mm-hmm. And that was like one of my go-tos back in the day. Like it, I was big, I still love a good porter, but Black Butte eventually, once it made its way out you know out west you know to where out out to western pennsylvania out east um and uh and edmund fitzgerald like yeah. that the, those three were like man drank a fuckload of those beers back in the day we actually used to take kegs because i went to school in ohio so we were close proximity to cleveland we used to actually 
put kegs on ice in the back of the van and drive kegs of Edmund Fitzgerald and Conway's Irish Red Ale mm. down to the Outer Banks for spring break. <laughs> <laughs> like we used to drive kegs of them down there because yeah yeah i had an eddie fitz not too long ago it might have been yeah. on the show even but i don't remember yeah but yeah classic beers hey Throwback what if, beers guys member whatever happened I to remember. new holland <laughs> new holland they I, I hardly see them yeah, they rebranded a couple of um, a couple of years ago. I would say, like mm-hmm. even during COVID or mm-hmm. you know th- towards the end of COVID, they rebranded completely, and um, they had leaned really, really heavy into just you know mostly the the uh, dragon's um, milk variations, the variants. Yeah, yeah, it was just all the variants, and you hardly saw any of the other beers. Like, um, I feel like. Uh, the, the IPAs like went away a long time ago, yeah. pretty much like Mad Hatter and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you just never saw that anymore. And they rebranded. And I mean, and it was a, it, they looked nice, but it just, to me, reeked of, we hired an agency that doesn't know anything about mm-hmm. beer to yeah. rebrand it. Yeah. 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 I remember. I, I, I don't think I really got super into them, but like kind of there, like, cause they're close to what Jolly Pumpkin too. But I feel mm-hmm. like I got more into that cause when Jolly Pumpkin, and this is like, I think closer to when I moved down here. So I was probably already drinking for like four or five years mm-hmm. and they were like, that's also when like, it was really cool to like, or have Belgian beers on your draft list. And mm-hmm. when people mm-hmm. actually allowed those to be acceptable styles. And, uh, that was always really fun and delicious too. I, I remember the first time I ever went to new Holland, we were doing a little brewery tour around Michigan, just like me, my cousin and our friend, from college and we rolled in super hungover one morning to Holland, Michigan, uh, which is of course where new Holland brewing is, which is like right on the lake. And it's like, seriously, if you, if you go just West to grand Rapids, just to the lake, that's like new Holland's like pretty like, or Holland, Michigan is like the first, like when you used to, I used to take the ferry over from Milwaukee across Lake Michigan to Michigan, and you pretty much get off the ferry in Holland, Michigan, or right nearby. And uh, Holland, Michigan is so, at least back in the day, it was so like nice and like pleasant villi that it almost was creepy. Mm. Yeah. And I remember us rolling in like just pathetically hungover and me like waking up in the back of the car with like sunglasses on all sweaty and just sitting up and i felt like i woke up in the movie like pleasantville because there was just all these like people (laughs) walking down the street just literally i remember getting out and there was like a high school track team walk you know ran by they were all like how you doing hello good good to meet you and then there were all the cars parked on the street were like literally windows down like they parked oh. on the street i'm just like where am i and what the fuck is it going on you know like these three just hammered you know hungover dgens roll into town and i just felt like uh yeah, I felt like that guy who gets his head squished pretty early on in Halloween 3. Like the guy who's like, why don't you give me a little sip of that and I'll tell you about it. You know, <laughs> I just felt like that stereotypical. <laughs> oh, man. Anywho, guys, them's the beers. But we got them's one other thing we got to talk about here. Um, if you'll recall, we put out 
for the social medias, um, uh, a, a call to action for our social media friends and listeners. For those of you who are uh, new to the show, we do a showdown episode every first Monday of the month. We have a whole bunch of topics that we have on a big ass spinning wheel. We spin it three times. We get three top three potential showdown episode topics. And then our social media friends and listeners pick one of those uh, for our monthly showdown. Once we know what that topic is, we each pick a movie associated with that topic. Then we talk about it and argue about it. And then we vote. And then, um, you know, somebody gets smashed with a steel chair. Somebody gets suplexed onto razor blades. And ultimately, somebody takes home the fucking championship <laughs> belt for the month. Um, in March, guys, your boy brought it home. Once again, the belt, the belt is back remind me? with its rightful Ugh. owner. Gross. Um but that could change next month. Listen, I'm a realist. I understand that could change next month. Probably won't, but it could. Um, and our options for next month, uh, one of which was, um, how are we saying it? Horser. 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 Horser, which, which is to say horse horror, um, which was a topic um, specifically, I think, put out there just to give Megan unfair advantage because we know that she's horse girl Listeners love me, you know. Horse, horses roll everything around us. Um, <laughs> the second one was Robot Rampage or what uh, Steve has been referring to today as robots. Ribbit. Which I yeah. do appreciate referring to them as robots. Is it the um, R-O-B-U-T or I-T? Robots or robots? Well, if you say it in kind of a British accent, I believe it's it, it it's more like robot. Robot. I like the U, I though, and I want to add a T, and then this could just be a topic about robots with nice butts. Ooh, yeah, that's the one thing that's a, that's kind of a... That's a different episode. Yeah, it's, and that's one thing. Uh, listen, I love me a robot, but most of the time they're lacking in the... In the in the dump truck, they don't category. have cake. You know what I mean? No, they usually don't got them cakeies. But the unique um, thing is that the opportunity is there, and what we're saying mm-hmm. is that someone make a robot with a nice badonk. Let's go. What saying is what they call in the marketing world. That's white space, guys. That's white space. We need to operate in. Um, so, the, and then the last one, of course, was the one that we liked the topic, but definitely was never going to get picked, which is. Herschel Gordon Lewis films. Um, guys, Herschel Gordon Lewis didn't win. We knew it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> but it came down to robots mm-hmm. and horses. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Was it close? And it kind of wasn't. Robots won. Oh. Um, guys, so you're off the hook, Meg, um, with 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 the horse horror, because that was going to be high, high expectations for you coming in as, as the resident horse I, expert. I just don't know if I would have been able to handle that sort of pressure. Yeah. So I, I think in this instance, we're going to talk about so the, 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 the April showdown episode is going to be robot rampage so we're talking about some movies so do are there any particular guardrails that we need to put around robot rampage guys i mean i I, personally none come to mind for me right off the bat but is there any sort of like i think the crossovers because i feel like the last episode we talked about that one could have a lot of like because did we bring up like kaiju films and stuff like that yeah there's definitely Um, a lot of kaiju opportunity there if we want to like limit that because i feel like eventually we would definitely do a kaiju episode but i'm just tossing it out there um with any i don't know i think the one thing that i would maybe say would be 
something that I would be willing to entertain is if we, well, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. Is what do you AI think? also robots? Can we that, agree on well, that or no? Well, that's the thing. Is it just purely technology? Is it full on robots? And then my other thing I was just about to say, which I, I kind of second guess myself is, are we willing to go into a uh, a little bit more of a sci-fi type of space here and not go pure horror. Yeah. Well, so I think the one guardrail I'll put up mm-hmm. is uh, no Terminator. Okay, fair enough. Heard. I mean, we already said no cyborg, so that takes RoboCop off the table. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. But no, no okay. Terminator, because that is for sure a robot. And the first movie is definitely a horror movie, as well yeah. as a sci-fi film. Mm-hmm. Can I ask? I mean, I have no objection. Uh, well, what is your feelings on like not including Terminator? Uh, it's just too good of a film. Oh, yeah. I think it, it would be kind of like, you know, if we did shark movies, obviously, you're trying you know, to not, Jaws like, is going to win kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. You're trying to not have me pull a Meg. I see. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, we, it's... we do have to put in guardrails <laughs> to prevent Meg from doing Meg stuff. Yeah. I, they, we might even need to refer to them henceforth as Meg rails. Yeah. Meg rails. <laughs> Hey, he's got to put up the Meg rails when you go bowling like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's like Meg's going to show up to the bowling alley with uh, a bazooka and just blast the pins. Well, no, she's going to show up with an old school barbell. <laughs> Sorry, I just know how to play the game. You yeah. guys can be haters all you want. Dirtiest player in the game, baby. Dirtiest player in the game. Um, so... So no cyborgs. I like that. So yeah. it can't it can't be basically a human that got roboted up a little bit. Right. So yeah, yeah. So that I mean that's automatic. No Robocop. But if you come across mm-hmm. a film, you know you can take it out. Yeah. Yeah. No Terminator because it's too good of a film. And then also the subsequent sequels are not horror mm. enough. Right. To warrant. So like, don't try to sneak in like Dark Fate or Genesis or any shit like that. Yeah, not that those would necessarily win, yeah. but um, but uh, you know, two is I, I would say it it does go away from uh, from a, a dang old uh, horror movie. At, and and oh, hmm, question on, on this, and not that I would necessarily pick this, but mm-hmm. just so we can further hash out where the Meg rails exist, it all is is a a predator is a cyborg really right he's an alien cyborg because he I has mechanical or, parts to no it. he's Where, just an it's alien equipment it's more equipment yeah, more equipments, yeah. Um, than actual mechanical parts yeah but he does have like mechanical i don't know i guess i i, I guess i'm i'm probably he has not, tools he has tools mm-hmm. but yeah. some of them are he's, part of but he's have become part of him yeah but he not really no, i think it's no. like a mask no. it was like a mask on top you he know like a mask, that could, but then when i see like, somebody with his view i guess you're looking through i just yeah. always imagine like him having like some sort of uh ocular implants or something like mm. that mm. um no because no because when he loses the mask his vision changes his vision mm-hmm. gets all fucked up yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's true that 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 is a franchise that i enjoy but haven't probably revisited uh, I've only times. seen the first one and I only saw it like maybe a year and a half ago, really? but I liked it. I liked that one a lot. Actually, I love that one. movie. Yeah. Um, it was one of those ones where I like had a roommate in college that watched it constantly. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just like Ugh, not not again kind of thing. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I know it's a great movie, but yeah, I'm trying to think, OK, I think, you know, let's not overcomplicate it there. No Terminator, no cyborgs. Yeah. Yeah, no Fair cyborgs. Enough. I I will say AI would be okay though. 
Probably. Because yeah. AI yep. is just like it if a robot is just something that's meant to replace humans mm-hmm. in a way, because like, you know, you have a robot in a factory, it's replacing a human job. Yeah. So like AI is just replacing humans in a certain way. They're just, yeah, their decision-making process. Yeah. No, I think we're in a good spot. The other, the other one that I was going to say was, is there any distinction on whether we need to go like the robots? Cause it's called robot rampage is, the, mm-hmm. is the, does it, does the robot need to be the villain or could we oh. have potentially a protagonist robot? I, I, I feel like hmm. I've we've seen those stories. Like, I feel like I'm, it feels like a familiar story to like a robot's not necessarily the bad guy, but it, it'll be like defending something and come off like mm. the, it's like made out to be yeah. like, yeah. you know, the bat, the bat I, character. I, I would say though, like usually if the robot is a protagonist, when is also they're not a robot villain at the same time? Um, if you can think of if you can think of an example of that, I mean, maybe like Forbidden Planet or something like where you have Robbie oh, okay. the robot. Fair enough. But that's not. But he's also not the main character, but he is undoubtedly the most iconic part of the movie. Yeah. I mean, think of Forbidden Planet. They think Robbie the robot. Yeah, I think. But well, he's, OK. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Well, then and he is kind of a bad guy, but the real bad guy are like Killer Moon moon creatures you yeah. know <laughs> or not root moon creatures but yeah uh, space creatures yeah i think what this comes down to then would be subjective judgment yeah because then if you like okay your film has a robot in it but if it never mm-hmm. rampages you're gonna get docked points <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough now we're gonna get into semantics on what oh, constitutes God. a rampage um <laughs> Like in my I'm mind, in order for it to, to be a real rampage, you'd have to climb a building and punch it. Um, <laughs> that's my definition of a rampage. And the Brian's rock mid- needs to yeah. midway. <laughs> I'm midway midway school of thought when it comes to rampaging. Um, all right, I think we got enough uh, to go around. So, robot rampage, guys. If you got any suggestions for us, send them uh, to me. Sh- don't send them to Meg. Uh, send them to the official Halloween is Forever <laughs> Instagram page. That's your trusted source. Where you can also you send find them to my handle in else, our description. I can't guarantee that. I can't vouch for that. <laughs> so it's your identity that's at risk. Um, so check also, us save, out your, on- save your thumbs and don't just send Chopping Mall. We know Chopping Mall. <laughs> I'm I don't going, know Chopping Mall. I'm is going it good? to pick Chopping Mall. Yes, that's clearly my pick. <laughs> no, I love Chopping Mall so much. And Chopping Mall would be kind of a uh, uh, kind of like what I did last time. And then I won, which is I picked Motel Hell for uh, Hungry for Horror, thinking there's no way I'm going to win. And then I did. So maybe I will pick Chopping Mall because I fucking love Chopping Mall so much. <laughs> Chopping Mall is one of my all time like comfort movie watches. Like I have seen Chopping Mall an alarming amount of times. Um if you haven't seen Chopping Mall, just do yourself a damn favor. <laughs> it's so good. It's got Barbara Crampton in it. She's a freaking babe. It's got uh, it's got killer robots. It's called Chopping Mall. There's literally no chopping. It's fucking yeah. awesome. Hey Meg, I got, I got mall. I got one for it's you. Sick. Yeah, I got one for you, Meg. It's called Runaway, starring Tom Selleck and Gene Simmons. <laughs> I don't Simmons. like your smile right now. Tom Selleck and Gene Simmons. 
Gene Simmons. What is this called again? I'm just going to look Run it away. up. Run away. Run away. Yeah. I just feel like, I don't know if it's you're actually giving me. Oh, okay. Shut up. What's the matter with She can tell from your face. You I literally know, have like, like a fucking Cheshire cat smile as you're saying I'm it. I'm glad also that the top searches when I wrote typed in Runaway were actually Runaway Train by Soul Asylum, which sounds like it probably is better than that movie. It's all right. So. Oh, yes. It is. It is. Jesus. Tom Selleck fucks, though. That is that much mm-hmm. is clear. But God, I hate Gene Simmons. <laughs> just as a human, just across the board. Uh, he fucking sucks. Um, hate Kiss. Love Kiss visuals. Can't stand Kiss as a band. Sorry. Um, <laughs> in any case, that, we're, we're not talking about why we're not talking about why Kiss sucks. So if you want to give us some suggestions or if you got like, hey, this would be cool. You should check this out. Go over the old social medias at Halloween is forever uh, on, you know, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok and uh, Facebook and all that shit. Uh, follow us and do all that sort of stuff on the old social medias. You know how it works. Um, all right. Let's get into some of these here questions, guys. We've got some some fun uh, listener submitted questions. Um and I'll just kind of go through them here. Uh, I think for those that, that post them on public forums and comments and stuff like that, I'll throw their names out there. And then people that I know, I guess, specifically, I might throw their names out there. But I guess otherwise, yeah, I don't think there's anybody else that uh, submitted questions that would have an issue with us uh, telling, telling them who you are and, and your, your at handles and whatnot on the social medias. But let's start off here with uh, one that I think... Um, you know what? Let's start off on a little, uh, a little easier one. Let's let's ease into the questions here. I've got one from uh, Steve or Hey now, I believe is his handle. Um, on uh, I think this one was from Instagram. What what's your go to horror movie recommendation? The one you tell friends they must see ASAP. So this is one that, uh, you know, maybe it's not the greatest movie in the world, but this is the one you find yourself recommending most often, maybe even as of late. So it doesn't necessarily be in your entire I, I mean, life. I think I but have yeah. one. I'm sure you guys probably have different ones or like better mm. ones, but I feel like Psycho Gorman became like one where I'm like, this is such a fucking fun movie. Mm-hmm. And I like when people are, I always ask people if they've seen it. Yeah, I have definitely recommended that one. And I'll throw in another one. Uh, same director, The Void. Damn. I suggest. Uh, was that what you were going to yeah. say? <laughs> yeah. I, I suggest The Void to people all the time, too. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of under so the radar like, still, right. weirdly yeah. enough. And I don't know why. Um, yeah. What's the director? Stephen Ka- Kos- Kostansky. Kostansky. And then Kostansky, yeah. yeah. I think technically in uh, with The Void, it was Kostansky and uh, Gillespie. Yeah. Mm. Fuck. I love Cause that he also movie. then, I mean, we could tie into him cause I think I did, maybe just like finding, I like his work and we talked to him, him before is like the cheddar goblin from Mandy, mm-hmm. like also solid. Well, that's like a pop Mandy. culture reference. It's become yeah. kind of a pop culture reference and people mm-hmm. don't necessarily know what it's from. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll throw that one out there quite often. Um, I would say one that I've really in the last couple of years, uh, suggested a ton for people is because I think I, I've 
for better or for worse, developed a reputation of someone to come to for really obscure, terrible horror movies that are just like mm-hmm. fucking dumb, but fun. And mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Uh, listen, you guys know me. I like to smoke the drugs. <laughs> I smoke, <laughs> I smoke, the, I smoke that wacky tobacco and watch fucking weird movies. That's one of my favorite things to do in the world. And uh, I discovered uh, uh, the boxer's omen um, <laughs> a couple years ago and have suggested it to a million people uh, because it's so dumb and so awesome. Um, so that's one that comes to mind for me. And then probably the other one I do a lot, just more as like a here, this movie's so fucking weird. And if you're going to get super high and watch a movie, this is a fun one too. Is the greasy strangler. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I really I don't think do. I've like, seen that one. Greasy right. strangler, the greasy strangler. Go up and check that some bitch out. That's going to be a fun one that, for it's, you. That one is, man, I don't, I don't consider it horror per se. No, it's really not. Although there are, it, there's horrific uh, imagery to it. It's more off-putting yeah. than horror, and it's upsetting. No, Roddy but it runs is about- a disco walking tour. Hell wow, yeah, that alone. Yeah, really? yeah, uh, it's, it's hilarious. It's. Uh, it's- it's, it's very much worth a watch. It's so much in the vein of like uh, the Quentin Depew movies of like Wrong yeah. and Rubber. Yes, it reminds me of. If but it that, wasn't directed it, by him. So no, it reminds me of that. But if like maybe like uh, Tim and Eric directed it or something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's almost that that level that of bizarreness. Um, that's a really fun one. What else? You guys have any other ones that come to mind? Uh, Steve, you got to have some good ones. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, uh, I did have Void because I used to ride that movie's dick hard for a long time because, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, I mean, it falls right into kind of the perfect category of, like, a less lesser seen film, mm-hmm. but it's also modern as well. So, mm-hmm. like, it, it's easy, it's easy for people to get into. Like, I'm not suggesting yeah. weird shit from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, so, like, everything else is just kind of classics that a lot of people should see of, like, mm-hmm. obviously, Return of the Living Dead. You just throw that one out all the time. Uh, I'm trying to think of something that's just, like, off the wall that, like, I, 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 I tend to reserve my off the wall stuff mm-hmm. for not strangers. <laughs> sure. You know, like yeah, I have yeah, to, yeah. I have to know you, you gotta a little know better. that they're looking for that or else they're going to be like that insane person told me to watch this terrifying thing. I, uh, I actually, um, we just did it on that. This was my, my, you know, quote unquote punishment episode. I have definitely tried to turn as many people on in the last, however, I don't know, however many years since I discovered it. Um, I've turned so many people on to don't hug me. I'm scared. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Although not a movie, but a a web series. Right. This is not a horror movie, but I found myself suggesting this a lot recently because I've been watching a lot of 70s like crime movies Mm -hmm. and like cop movies and stuff like that. And I just recently rewatched probably a couple of months, probably maybe within the last year. And then I just watched again last week. And I fucking love this movie. It's not horror, but it definitely has some horrific very tense elements uh taking of pelham one two three is oh, okay. so f- and the, the original one the yeah right right yeah the original one oh my god is that movie so fucking awesome it's on tubi which makes it even better i mean it's got literally 
the cast okay so if you're into like old 70s character actors buckle the fuck up because you're about to <laughs> listen walter matthau mm-hmm. first of all you cannot fucking go wrong with walter matthau he's tremendous in this yeah robert shaw one of the greatest fucking most underrated actors of all time in my opinion for those of you who don't um, probably recognize his name but aren't putting a, a picture to it or putting a face to it he's quint from jaws um but he plays uh mr blue in this one it's uh it, it, this is a movie where like you see it and then you realize how much quentin tarantino was like influenced by this movie and so many of so many of his films mm-hmm. um martin balsam you would recognize him fucking immediately he's fantastic hector alizondo like it just has the it's the who's who of <laughs> 70s awesome character actors. Jerry Stiller's in it. Uh, Lee Wallace, which you might not recognize his name right away, but you would recognize his face immediately. Um, Dick O'Neill, Doris Roberts as well. Speaking of, of uh, Jerry Stiller, uh, if you know Jerry, Jerry Stiller is, you probably know who Doris Roberts is. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a fucking blast of a movie. So, um, it's not horror though, so it doesn't no. really pertain, but you really need to go watch it. It's a, it's so a, good. It's a good thing to kind of flashback and just like improve your media literacy. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, I'm the same way with, uh, the conversation, mm-hmm. which like everybody knows Godfather, Godfather two apocalypse now. Sure. And because Coppola put out those bangers Everybody mm-hmm. forgets about how good the conversation is, but the conversation oh, with Gene Hackman is like an amazing film. And Gene Hackman in general, like yeah. he's one of those guys. I don't even really care who who uh, uh, directs it. If Gene Hackman's in it, I'm gonna definitely like it. Yeah, because it's fucking Gene Hackman. He's incredible. But that talk about a cast in that movie. Jesus Christ. Do, do yourself forward. Yeah. yeah. Do yourself a favor. Do a triple feature of Conversation, French Connection, and Taking a Pelham One Two Three. French connections. Great. Maybe throw like a, throw a, a get Carter in there mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Uh, oh man. So good. T- uh, Terry Gar as well. And she's, she's so underrated. She's freaking fantastic. Um, if you don't know, Terry Gar is like, you'd recognize her immediately. She's been in so many, so many good things of that era. Most notably, I think horror movie pe- fans, even though this isn't, it's a comedy horror, she plays the, uh, the, the kind of, I don't even remember her name, the, but the, the, the kind of maiden love interest in young Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So fucking yeah. good. So to, to jump back to more horror esque of, mm-hmm. of things I usually recommend. A lot of the time I found myself, especially like years back, I found myself recommending a lot of, uh, foreign horror. And That's a good go-to because it, it's fair to, to assume a lot of people hadn't seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously, in the mid and you know, m- yeah, mid to late two thousands, I was recommending a lot of Takashi Miike. Mm-hmm. So, if you haven't seen his stuff, go back. Uh, go back to like Audition, uh, Ichi the Killer. There's a lot of good. Ichi st- the Killer is a. Those are two movies that are like, I mean, Takashi Miike is. He's like ten. He's like I was gonna say five, but then I was like, that's not even enough. He's like ten directors in one. Yeah, (laughs) like his style is that he can do anything. He's like a fucking chameleon. Like he he has so many amazing movies that 
feel like they are totally different directors. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, like each of the that's a great example. Each of the killer and audition couldn't feel more different, but are both fucking brilliant movies. And then just like and so brutal. Oh too. yeah, they're so brutal. And then like if you look at his, just like he has like a hundred and twelve directing credits because he mm-hmm. just does not stop working. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, like go back to those two original ones. I, I would say those two original ones are the ones that broke him. Uh, and then if you want to look at like more modern stuff that isn't quite horror, though, Blade of the Immortal, which was like, mm, I don't know that it's one. A, it's an anime and a manga uh, adaptation. Okay. It rules mm. pretty hard, though. And then yeah. obviously 13 Assassins is probably his masterwork. That's yeah, I would. That probably, sounds if really somebody familiar. knows him, that's who like you that. might know him from. You know, the, Wait, know him I feel for. like we've talked about that film before. That sounds familiar. Possible. Yeah, yeah, it's possible because I love that film. And it has, Hmm. it has just, it has one of those moments that, like, no matter how many times you see it happen, but when they unroll the scroll that says "total massacre," like your fucking blood starts pumping, and you just like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, everybody gets a boner. (laughs) Yeah, it's just boner for you. Boner for you. Everyone gets a boner. Everyone gets a boner. So yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, another uh, another good um, uh, a foreign horror, though, mm-hmm. is uh, Baskin. I don't know if you guys have seen this one. Baskin. Uh, man, it sounds familiar. It's a it's a know. it's a Turkish horror movie. And it is. It, I don't want to give too much away about what it's about. It's just I'm better to just kind of right go now. into it. I don't think I've seen this. This doesn't look familiar to me. Time? Yeah. Or is it older? Okay. Yeah, yeah. 2015. Yeah. No, I don't know this movie, but I'm going to add it to my mm-hmm. list right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Watch it on TV for free. It's on Tubi. That might be a Tonight movie. Yeah, it's a it's a <laughs> it's a real good movie, Ooh, and it goes too. yeah, it goes in a lot of places that you're not quite sure. Mm-hmm. And I, I yeah, so yeah, it, it it also gets pretty fucking brutal. Like I mm. I would say it's approaching martyrs level. Mm-hmm. without like the complete emotional destruction yeah so yeah yeah i i just thought of a couple more while you were talking to that i would throw out there uh which we did one of them we did an episode on or i think i picked it for a showdown maybe is one cut of the dead mm-hmm. love that mm-hmm. movie weirdly enough looks on the surface to be a hundred percent a horror movie kind of is not a hundred percent a horror movie <laughs> um but it's an awesome movie with a lot of horror themes and it's about making a horror movie but anyway um and then uh again similar it's more of an action psychological thriller with horror elements is old boy yeah yeah mm. yeah that that's one i i find myself uh uh suggesting to people a lot because it's just it's a fucking just absolute crusher i, th- I think movie. i don't suggest old boy as much just because i think it became so well known either like either. people who don't know anything about foreign horror like that's one of the ones i think are like easily accessible almost you know? yeah mm-hmm. yeah it might be yeah it might be a little more accessible but i think the one i i recommend more often is i saw the devil oh yeah uh, yep that, that one has become pretty well known though mm-hmm. i feel like yeah um, but it but, didn't get a Spike Lee remake so <laughs> Not yet, yet, not yet. I, not yet. It's only I think I've time. kept reading that people are trying to remake it, but <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. All right, let's get on. Uh, let's get on to another one of these some bitchin questions from our social media friends. Uh, how about this? Uh, 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 let's go down the list. Let me just kind of randomize some of these here. Here is one. Oh, this is a good one. This is from 
ENT Braden uh, on uh, Instagram, you, which I think he submitted questions last time we did one of these two. He always has really good questions. Um, you must each choose a horror protagonist with whom to swap places for the span of a movie. Who swaps with who and why do you think you'd survive? Presuming you want to live, death is always an option, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, so so basically, if you had to swap with a with a horror protagonist and he didn't say a franchise, but a particular movie, mm -hmm. who would it be and why do you think you would survive or perhaps I guess not survive? So that mm. one requires a little bit of thought. And obviously, I got to read the question ahead of time. So I'll, I'll throw mine out there sure. and give you guys a second to think. And the first one I came up with. So two of them. One of them was I immediately for some reason, my brain immediately went to Ash from one of the Evil mm -hmm. Dead movies, mm -hmm. yeah. namely, namely Evil Dead 2 or Army of Darkness, which is less horror, more like slapstick horror comedy. Mm -hmm. But even though I was like, not that much horrible things happen to him. But then I was like, oh, no, he does. He cuts his hand off. A bunch of bad shit happens to him. But he always seems like he's kind of having fun. <laughs> He's, you know yeah, what I mean? He's, there you go. He's having, yeah. He does find ways to have fun in between the yeah. terrible parts. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, it, it, I don't know. But then you have to watch all your friends die, your yeah. girlfriend die, and all that stuff. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> I mean, it's not, like that. it's not great. Yeah, it's not like martyr. Again, it's not martyrs, but it's not great. Yeah. Um, but he always seems to, like, get his revenge and have some cool, get to throw some cool, like, if I'm a character in a movie, all I really want is a couple of cool one-liners too. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why I, I immediately thought of Ash. But then I also, um, which if I had to guess, probably the second one, because he feels like he has a little bit more to to. I don't know. He has I more mean, agency in fights. Yes, he, he has fights. more agency. First one, he's just literally flopping and screaming mm -hmm. <laughs> the entire movie, which he is in the second one. But yeah, I, that's a good way of putting it. It feels like he has a little bit more agency. And then the other one I thought of, and this is maybe a little bit more morbid, is uh, uh, Don Jones as Ben in the original 1968 Night of the Living Dead. Because <laughs> he is, he's the dude, you know, he's kind of the hero. He's the heroic guy. Um, and he, you know, kind of, you know, he survives throughout the night and all that stuff. And then his ultimate demise, spoiler alert for a movie that's fucking 60, 70 years old, but um, he dies at the end, but very quick and painlessly. Mm -hmm. And if mm -hmm. you're in a zombie apocalypse, getting shot in the head from a distance and not seeing it coming is essentially the equivalent of like peacefully dying in your sleep <laughs> so i was like if i'm gonna die in a horror movie i'd rather just be like oh hell yeah i made it that was great and then lights out yeah pull I, it to the head i mean like, yeah and going back to that movie like you know they're all well it wasn't at the end of that movie but it was in dawn of the dead they're all all the hunters and everything they're all drinking iron city Oh, yeah. On the pool top. So it's like you're already <laughs> at risk from getting shot in the head from somebody drinking Iron City. So it's not. Well, and, you know, also, me and also yeah. you're just yeah, you're you're also just a, a, a random black guy from out of town in rural western Pennsylvania in 1968. Yeah. So like even if there weren't zombies, you 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 were not necessarily in a cool spot. Yeah. Um, you you were in he, Butler he, County and that's not great. Yeah, You were in Butler <laughs> County in 1968 and there's a bunch of drunk guys running around with guns, which is just normal Butler County yeah. now. Um, but anyway, in my um, scenario, I was the one with Iron City shooting Brian. 
<laughs> just had to make <laughs> that clear. If we remade it, Meg yeah. would be the yeah the 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 uh what is he? He's not the sheriff. He is the sheriff who's running around with a yeah. big dip in. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah. They're uh, they're dead. They're all messed up. But it's Meg <laughs> chugging Iron <laughs> Cities with a rifle over her shoulder. Yeah, that sounds like a great personification. And somehow with that same mustache too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What a nostalgia. Steve, what do you got? I have a couple ideas. I got a couple as go well. Um, but uh, one that seemed pretty obvious to me was just Dale from Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, that movie is so fun. You know, I I, I, I don't care about uh, entitled city kids dying. That's not going to bug mm. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't have to change too much about myself because I still get to just be a, you know, a chubby guy with a beard doing white <laughs> trash shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I'm just taller than Tyler Labine, that's all. And then it, when the, you also get the hot chick too, right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he gets the yeah. hot chick at the end, which leads yeah. me to some of my other picks. <laughs> of I want to be whoever's uh Aubrey Plaza's boyfriend in the new Child's Play movie because then that yes. means they get the bang Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> this is just like the super specific thought process that this Steve has. This has nothing yeah. to do with survival. It has everything to do with how Steve gets laid. Oh yeah, like look, <laughs> but specifically Aubrey Plaza yeah. related. Yeah. Yes, yeah. specifically because look, if I get to have sex with Aubrey Plaza, that means I've peaked, <laughs> and then it's and just, okay that I get killed by Chucky. You literally get drawn and quartered after that yeah cool no it's, worries it's not a big deal <laughs> not a big deal i've peaked that's i've hit my level Solid. Solid. it's good logic sound mm-hmm. logic yeah. but you know tucker and dale you know dale actually gets to survive so that yes. you go with that one first yeah uh, the other answer is dr chalice from halloween 3 oh yeah because he gets the bangle and then you know who cares about kids i don't care about kids so yeah. <laughs> and you also just Fuck slam a kids. bunch of slam a bunch of highlights yeah. and yeah i get to smoke and drink and bang and then kids die and that's not like a big deal to me <laughs> it's just not it's not even gonna ruin my whole day yeah doesn't register if almost all the if one third of the kids in the world die it's like not that big of a deal for me <laughs> doesn't register <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great all uh, right so uh, I had a couple, I mean, I, I kind of had one where I'm like someone does die, but I'll, so I'll go with that one just first to get it out of the way. And then I'll probably say who I'd actually go with. Mm-hmm. Probably, I probably go with Ellen Ripley from alien. Cause she's just an insane badass and she gets to like kick ass I against know, so aliens. Terrifying but, though. That, yeah. I like, like it. I, she, oh man, that movie, it, that's one of those movies where if you put yourself in the protagonist's shoes, mm-hmm. like you're just like, Jesus Christ. Oh, man, it's I'd, highly I think I, I think stressful. And I had like get you done, you know, it'd be great. No, um, you'd freeze. I would just you'd find, freeze like I would the rest find of a us. closet and hide. <laughs> I she died anyway. So she's like, but I like that character. Like that's yeah. insane. Like I see that as like, you know, top like badassery. Yes, badassery um, is uh, is high on the list there. Yeah. Um, I'd probably it's a movie we talked about a lot last year was Midsummer. I think I'd go with Danny. Mm. I Just because you want to do drugs. I want to do drugs. I would get <laughs> mushrooms, which was actually on my list of why, but yeah. also a uh, sweet, sweet revenge against pieces of shit, you know? Yeah. And she gets to live in Scandinavia. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, that actually checks out. That that checks out for you. Mm-hmm. Mushrooms, Scandinavia, <laughs> joining a cult, murder, murdering shitty boyfriends. Like those are all <laughs> cults. Being in a check, cult. Check, check. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, I actually feel stupid that I didn't see that getting, coming. Out. Getting blasted on Aquavit. <laughs> yeah. Doing a silly dance. <laughs> yeah, man, you get to wear a really beautiful flower dress. Get carried around, man. What's the fucking dream? Hanging out yeah. with a kid who's been inbred way too much. <laughs> <laughs> Having yeah. inbred friends. This is all like that. Yeah. Um, Are you calling my friends inbred what? now? No. No, we're just saying you would you prefer it if you could. You guys are kind of my friends, so, you know, <laughs> like... <laughs> You'd choose yeah, it sure. if you could. That's all. Yeah. We're not saying that you hang out with inbred people. Just choose it. It's just like it's your preference. If, it, if it's on the table, you're you picking love, it. You love incest. Yeah. Like we've established yeah. this. Let's not hash this all out. Like make a big deal about it. Yeah. It's well documented on like literal how... recordings that we've put out into the world for years now. Um, incest is terrifying too, which well, makes, you know. Said I will say it again and again. It comes up a lot because it's terrifying to me. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's not cool. Um, but <laughs> doesn't anyway. Rule. It's not cool. No, it's, it's not, not cool. Brian. It's really not. Well, I have another question that's gonna that's gonna go bleed right into that one. It feels appropriate to ask uh, next. Um, this is from Candy Apples and Razor Blades on uh, on uh, Instagram. That's Candy underscore. Just put an underscore under each one of those words. Um, but a great uh, great question here. Battle of the Atkins, Halloween three versus Night of the Creeps. What's your go to? So if you have to watch one of those movies right now, boom, which one are you watching? That's that's the question mark. Yeah, I can go real quick on that. <laughs> yeah. One, obviously, I already talked about how I would be Dr. Don Chalice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I we talked about Night of the Creeps. Uh, I didn't really love it that much. And yeah, I remember you weren't super keen on yeah, Night of the Creeps. It just, I, don't, I mean, it, it yeah. doesn't it needs more Atkins to be better. But also mm-hmm. Atkins is also a loser in that film. Well, he's just like a hard-boiled, you know, noiry type of he, detective. He is a loser. He also is like- he's a small-town loser playing. Uh- <laughs> just because he brings Rusty back to his house and is like, drink up, Johnny, you know, and I tried talks to, about how he murdered a guy. I tried to put my head in the oven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, it, yeah. It, it, I... I mean, I guess if I was... You don't like sad sack Atkins. You like big dick Atkins. Yeah, I like big dick Atkins. He's always big dick Atkins, don't get me wrong. But you know what I mean. I'm just saying, if we're doing actual Atkins versus Atkins, you know, Night of the Creeps Atkins is is faking being cool Mm -hmm. and then dies, kills himself. Yeah. Then Halloween 3 Atkins, it's much more natural of like, again, I'm smoking, I'm drinking, I'm boning, and I'm solving (laughs) mysteries. And then, hey, I don't accomplish that, but at least I'm still alive to smoke and drink and bone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. Dr. John, Dr. John Trapper or whatever it is. Dr. John um, Chalice. <laughs> Chalice, yeah. Dr. John versus, uh, versus I think his name's Ray in, uh, I don't remember his last name is, but in, in Night of the Creeps. Um, Atkins versus Ack. I mean, my answer is probably the same for both. Like, it may be predictable, but I love Halloween 3. I love Night of the Creeps, too. And I would go as far as, I don't think it's even speaking out of turn to say, Tom Atkins has better lines in Night of the Creeps. Obviously, he has the, you know, hey, girls, 
got good news and bad deers and bad news. Nears. Good news is your dates are here. Bad news. They're dead. Like that's a great, <laughs> it's a fucking great line. Right. Um, and he has so many good one liners and he, it's a much more cartoonish character. Mm-hmm. It's funny to say that a movie is a much more cartoonish character than a character in Halloween three. Um, <laughs> but uh, Halloween three is definitely a more cohesive, better movie. Um, but yeah, I, 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 if I recall, correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, you really didn't like Rusty's performance. And I don't even know the actor's name. I'm just always call him Rusty because he was Rusty in European Vacation. Yeah. Um, I don't in, think I liked, I don't Creeps. think I liked anybody except for Atkins. And also it's Dr. Dan Chalice. I'm going to get crucified if I don't say it. Oh, Dan Chalice. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Cruci- um, going to get crucified if I don't say it right. But yeah, no, I didn't really <laughs> like, I didn't like anybody in Night of the Creeps. They're all like wooden and goofy and bad. And then like. You, you have to wait for these bright moments of Atkins, which like it's great and it carries it. But it yeah, otherwise it's just like I can't stand listening to these fucking people. Uh, but do you remember like the party scene and stuff in Night of the Creeps? Yeah, but it's that- you know, like the college party. It's that's a fu- it's fun. No, I'm not arguing <laughs> with you. Uh, Halloween three is definitely the superior movie, but Night of the Creeps is a little underappreciated. I feel like people know it for just like some of the quotable lines, mm-hmm. but um yeah I, i'm going I'm, I'm i'm agreeing with you i'm going uh halloween three yeah it, it, it's one of those things where like like you're saying like the the lines survive a lot better you know thrill me mm-hmm. survives yeah. a lot better and that he leans into that <laughs> he leans into that one if i recall he says that line about five fucking yeah. times yeah. like yeah he tries to make it a catchphrase and it, it doesn't stick that well um but yeah, people's eyes exploding into bugs and worms and shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, you can't beat that. Meg, stance on uh, stance on those two movies. Preference between you know, the two. I like when you brought up like Night of the Creeps. I don't think I've seen Halloween three, so I felt like I was kind of out of that oh, question. Wow. So that is worth. Yeah, that's one yeah. you got to watch immediately. And, and the soundtrack actually fucking like the franchise. Rips. Mm-hmm. Cool, I'm into it. No, uh, it's it has nothing to do with the rest of the franchise. Okay, um, like yeah. this is the one that, of course, Michael Myers isn't even in. Oh, um, gotcha. But gotcha, it gotcha. is ex- it. It has nothing to do with the rest of the franchise. It's kind of at one point became the. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at no less than about three pieces of Halloween three memorabilia like in my eye line right now. So I am have a a, a lot of affinity so for it's this like movie. Solid like film itself, even though like Michael Myers is people hate. This was the original like redheaded stepchild of the franchise. People mm. hated it for years and years and years, and then all of a sudden, people were like, "No, it's good, it's good." And then it got really popular, and now everyone's like, "It's the best movie in the franchise, except for maybe mm. the first one." And I'm it. like, "Well, that's a bold statement, but it's still <laughs> a really fun <laughs> movie." Cool. Yeah. No, I'll definitely check it out and maybe get back to you guys on my answer if you guys follow my social media and I'll like post about <laughs> it or something, and then you can send me. Why is Meg constantly <laughs> plugging her? own social media (laughs) because no one is sending me top well i guess let me take that back i've had a couple people send me suggestions personally Mm. but they follow me and i follow them yeah so as i'm saying like level yeah yeah but i will only post my opinion on my stories Mm -hmm. so i guess you guys gotta follow me (laughs) 
this has become just shameless. Just shameless. Terrible. All right, let's do, do our last ever of our. Think I had shame in my life. <laughs> let's throw one out here. This is this is a going back to, to kind of non horror. This is from Ian, <laughs> our friend Ian on on Instagram is idobo ten uh, at idobo ten at uh, on Instagram. Uh, Brian, Meg, Steve, top three favorite non horror movies. Mm. So I don't know if I could put these in order top three but i'll throw out three movies that are my like that are definitely in my top five like i i, mm. I this is one that i didn't really think of ahead of time and it's a big question one is a no-brainer for me it's uh peewee's big adventure i have seen peewee's big adventure one bajillion times it is perhaps my favorite movie of all time with the exception of maybe halloween like but a lot of my favorite movies are, as you might imagine, horror movies. Um, so that one is a no-brainer. I would probably also put Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory up mm. there. That's a movie that has been... I've probably seen that more than any other movie in my life. Just because I went for years as a child watching it every single day. Really? Uh, yeah, That's every wild. day. Um, even in high school, I remember my my cousin Josh and I could still and i might be able to still do it with a quick refresher i used to be able to recite the movie every line word for word in order with no assistance like we could just mm. go through the movie and write that's how many times i've seen that movie um is ghostbusters horror i don't know mm. kind it's horror adjacent yeah. ghostbusters definitely up there it's, i feel like i i would probably get it past like we kind of gave beetlejuice maybe i'd put that like around there where it could be mm. definitely has horror elements but it's like more it definitely goofy. it definitely had scenes that scared me as a kid like when mm -hmm. the terror dog busts through the door in the hotel the gargoyles for me yeah a lot of the ones i'm thinking of are like very horror adjacent mm -hmm. um what else what else makes sense um that would potentially be up there oh one flew over the cuckoo's nest oh yeah mm. that is one of my i adore that movie i've seen that one a bajillion times um yeah I, i'll throw those three out there and then you guys yeah let me know what you got maybe i'll maybe i'll think of another one that that would make sense up there I have like definitely two top of mind and a, th and a third would probably just be like a weird catch all for like these types of movies. But like first, like even when I was younger, I loved Harold and Maude. Oh, like yeah. fucking such a fun movie. Great soundtrack and really awesome. Um, my second one is this is like age sincere, like comfort film for me is Goodwill mm -hmm. Hunting. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like also huge into Elliot Smith. So that also made it like even better for me mm -hmm. um but like yeah if i'm like sad happy whatever like yeah um that's my movie um and i think my other one is just like i feel like i oftentimes will try to find something that's like really mindless and my i was trying to think of something that like always just made me gut busting laughing when if even the first time i saw it was like meet the millers and i don't know why like i if i was like i want to watch something super silly but i put that in the category that i'd put in movies like super bad stepbrothers where like those types of movies as a catch-all mm -hmm. like are just really fun go-tos like um i'll give one anecdote because i don't think i've shared it on the episode but it is a mushroom trip story <laughs> of um me and my ex-boyfriend were watching uh we were definitely we were taking mushrooms and i think we just made a little too much it was a very strong batch um of tea <clears throat> and we were watching fargo the show 
And all of a sudden it was like the shrooms were coming on and I got insanely anxious. It's been the only time where I'm just like, I I'm kind of freaking out. Like normally I would get high and then I'd watch horror movies. But this Mm -hmm. time I was like, this isn't going to happen. I'm going to fucking freak out right now. I'm just like scared. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we, uh, like put on super bad first and or no stepbrothers and then watch super bad. And those mm-hmm. were just like really fun, fun movies to watch that were just like now even better memories of like calm you down. Experience, yeah, get you yeah, out of a bad headspace. Of like getting high as well as with fun movies. So yeah, I think those are my three. I uh, I thought of another one that's definitely got to be up there for me is I've always been a big Mel Brooks fan, even since I was little, and I would have to put a Mel Brooks movie up there. And I would probably put Blazing Saddles if I had to pick one. Um, yeah. Yeah. Blazing Saddles has got to be up there mm. for me. And then this was one that's kind of, I mean, it's not a horror movie. It's more of a thriller, but it's like horror adjacent is Rear Window. I mm. fucking love Rear Window. I've seen that one a million times. I don't think anybody would call that pure horror, but no. it is, it's Hitchcock. And of course, suspense and, you know, thrillers are horror adjacent, I would call them. Yeah, it's a yeah suspense thriller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this is one that's like a little broy and um, I I I I love Daniel Day-Lewis. Like I'm just mm. a nerd for Daniel Day-Lewis. And like it's a little broy cuz I feel like it's it's not Fight Club broy, but it's a little broy is there will be blood. I've seen there will really? be blood a bro-y? lot of time. I I I feel like that's a like not broy like uh uh you know creatine pump and iron, but like I feel like it's one of those movies that like uh pseudo intellectual college guys mm. think is cool to like maybe See, i don't know maybe that's just my own personal yeah, opinion but yeah i don't yeah i don't know I, that might be like a personal bias i i think I, I kind of can see how that could be though they because mm-hmm. they wouldn't get the fact that daniel day lewis is the villain of that film yeah they would just think he's like yeah he it's it's a tyler durden thing right. where they're like they think he's just really mm, yeah. cool he's a cool guy yeah so they, um, like they have their, their they have all their capitalist econ books and they have the big poster of there will be blood yeah exactly <laughs> yes they're very <laughs> they're like yeah i'm gonna yes. be the next jp rockefeller and i'll you know i'll forsake my son for money that's that's all right <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. You drink, I'll drink your milkshake, bro. Yeah, yeah like it's that, it's that kind of, right. it's that kind of thing. I think the other one is uh, is Gangs of New York. I I adore that movie too, mm. but I think there's a there's a broy contingent amongst the fans of that movie, uh, you know, because of all the like badass badassery around religious iconography mm-hmm. and uh, hey, we're gonna fight for you know our cause and all that. It's sort a real trad cat J O sesh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think it can be unfortunately, but that one's up there for me. Yeah. So, mine I have one definite movie that just always sits at the top of my list, and that's uh, Apocalypse Now. Like oh, I yeah. just love See, that movie. I would almost call that that's one of the more I mean, it's certainly not pure horror, but it is a horrific movie. Mm-hmm. You know what's terrible is that mm-hmm. I've like known of that movie for probably since I was a teenager and never fucking watched it. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a great I one. I mean, that's one on you gotta yeah. dig in for the evening and like really uh, get lost in that fucking yeah, movie. That's a movie like I okay. I've, I like probably since I was like sixteen or seventeen. I probably watched once a year, every year, at least. Mm-hmm. And then like I sounds like your comfort film. I've had like mm-hmm. three. Yeah, it is, I don't know why it is a comfort film for me though. But I've had like mm-hmm. three different versions of it because you know. Coppola put out however many different director's cuts. I actually don't like the newest cut he put out. 
I per, mm. I prefer the longest Redux cut. That's like oh, three yeah. three hour three hours plus. Like I prefer that one because like if I'm gonna hunker down into that film, then I'm just gonna watch the entire thing. And I think I yeah. think it adds because you get a lot more with the French plantation and everything. I think that adds a lot more to context of the time, mm-hmm. as well as just like attitudes outside of uh you know what like american attitudes were because like yeah. the french have their own and like you can see oh like uh the french are kind of also villains and all this as well as the way they you know uh take advantage of uh, uh cambodia so yeah 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 talk about a dark fucking movie dark too. fucking movie um, love that movie don't love the book as much uh the heart heart of darkness it's a little bit of a hard read and you know, it just kind of comes out really westernized. It's it's mm. one of those things where I think Coppola put more of a uh, kind of a softer touch in a way in, in like understanding the way we're terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas like Heart of Darkness is just like, I don't know, stronger in the Western chauvinism and just like degrading uh, people who aren't white. So, yeah. yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I, I got to throw two more out there and then I'm going to shut up. I love I have so we many get it. Like, Brian movies. Likes I'm movies. Is, it was well, asked for three and Brian has thrown out five. Hate. I've gotten one out. Yeah, but Hateful Eight, I completely forgot about Westerns. And then I got sad that I forgot about Westerns. But like, yeah, comfort movies, stuff. Hateful Eight, Good, the Bad and the Ugly. Like I could watch those movies probably every damn day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, a lot of, again, a lot of minor horror, Jason, cause I would have said ghostbusters as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robocop and predator are two like perfectly made films. Like yeah. Robocop is literally, it is literally one of the most perfectly made films in just that it accomplishes horror satire, like science fiction. And then just the way the story marries from beginning to end. And revenge and revenge and, and like, just yeah, everything. Oh, so good. So like, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Uh, I'll say I'll, I'll throw one out that people haven't uh, that a subject we haven't really got into is documentaries. Mm. Oh, yeah. Didn't think about there's that one. That's uh, there's one I suggest that a lot of people should go see. It's called The Act of Killing. Mm. And it's mm. it's this amazingly dark film uh, that is about. Uh, it's where like a lot of uh, Indonesian death squads were mass killing communists. Okay. Mm. And he go and like they were, they just did it under the direction of the government. Yeah. And this was like, I think it was like in the fifties, sixties, seventies. And like, he goes back to them now and he has them recreate uh, their, their mass, their, their killings, like recreate the (laughs) violence that they created in like plays and films just mm. as a way to like oh so you're like watching it and you and it just adds probably a lot of gravity to it thinking that yeah. they are acting out something that they actually did mm-hmm. wow. yeah yeah and like it, that feels so like i feel that inside but i and i think i've like i've definitely heard of this film i don't think i'm just noting it because i definitely just need to watch it now i think yeah it's it's a really it's kind of a rough watch um and like the, the the filmmaker does their best to not uh to not completely humanize the people who did the killings mm-hmm. um but he like you you can't help 
but feel a little bit drawn to them just because like mm-hmm. the way they were like the way they took everything out on people was just under direction. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. now he goes back and he makes them kind of reflect on it. And it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's terribly interesting. And like, they create like these like amazing little productions of like these these acts of violence they took out and then like reflect on it. So, wow. yeah. Real feel good, real feel good flick. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> date, date night flick, it goes <laughs> far as to say. But uh, yeah, the film was produced by uh, Werner Herzog and Errol Morris. I was going to so. say, Jesus Christ, does it sound like a Werner Herzog well, yeah, movie? He did. <laughs> and and then I, I, I had no idea it was, but I was literally going to say, this sounds like well, some Werner Herzog shit. Well, it, 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 it it's not by him. It's he just produced. It's produced. Yeah, it was by, it, it yeah. was him and Errol Morris. So like two. But it sounds like something Werner Herzog like jerks off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, the the filmmaker is Joshua Oppenheimer. So oh, I've definitely heard that name. What else? He's famous for some, for other movies, he's, right? I he's feel done like. a couple other similar things. Uh, the Look of Silence is, is one that came out not too long ago. Is another mm. documentary, but. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Definitely suggest the act of killing. It's a it's a really good look into like the darkest parts of people. Yeah. If you're looking for that. Hmm. So. Damn. Yeah. That is that definitely right, feels g- very horror like. Uh, what, what's your third one? Is it? It's like Good Burger that or something. I third, heard. Yeah. That was his third one. But oh, is that your third? No, one? No, no, no. That that was. Yeah, I was gonna say I was just number there was two. two. Oh. No, I said I said my other horror adjacent ones are like Robocop oh, and Predator. Sorry. Like, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I would. Maybe yeah, I. yeah. No, I skipped over. Uh, I'll give you one, and this is it's a funny feel good, but it's not PC anymore. It didn't age well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's a film with uh, uh, Jeremy Piven called The Goods, and okay, and, and I like I liked this film at the time because. There wasn't like I think it came out in like 2008 or nine. I don't know. It was a time when Will Ferrell and like Pineapple Express were really super big and people were Mm -hmm. constantly quoting that movie, those movies. Mm -hmm. But like nobody was quoting the goods. So it just I just like that film because it was just my own. (laughs) It was your own. It was your old school. It was my own set of quotes and everything. But yeah, it's called the goods. Mm -hmm. It has Jeremy Piven in it. Uh, It has Ken Jeong is like one of his very first roles. Uh, It has like uh, 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 what's his name from the office that plays Andy Ed Helms. Oh, Ed Helms. Ed Helms in it. So like the. It has a really. Oh, it's got it's got David Koechner, Ving Rhames, Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn. This was the first mm-hmm. thing I've seen her in, and she f- she is so fucking hilarious in this movie because her mm. role is like they're all used car salesmen, and she is like constantly coming on to Rob Riggle in this film, mm-hmm. and Rob Riggle mm-hmm. is playing a ten year old boy in a man's body. <laughs> Okay. He has like, this is a great setup. Rob Riggle's yeah. fucking listen as corny and and mainstream. Rob, Rob Riggle's yeah. funny. He's very yeah. funny. There's no way you can so, get around yeah, the, it. The whole cast of this film is it's hilarious. And if you know, if you haven't seen it, you'll come away with like quotes and things. It's just like there's so many un PC things in the film though. And mm-hmm. also Jeremy Piven has been canceled. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for good reason. Everyone knew it was gonna yeah. happen. I feel like the first time I laid eyes on Jeremy Piven, I'm like, 
I don't know what this means, but I'm pretty sure that guy's going to get canceled someday. <laughs> like, I think I was watching PCU. You're watching PCU. And you I was, like, can, and we I was can like, add that to our list of, like, insults. Like, you look like a guy that would get canceled. <laughs> like, you look like a guy who it's only a matter of time before you're canceled. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Catherine Hahn. Um, Kate and I talk about it all the time. It's like... She is so underappreciated in terms of how just fucking hilarious she is. And it's just like a matter of time, I think, before she I mean, she's been in some big mm-hmm. stuff. I know she's in the uh, she was in Knives Out like she was in. I think probably most people would know her from like Step Brothers, which she plays a kind of minor character. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there's only a matter of time before she. I mean, she's definitely. Um, I, I would say she's starred in a yeah, lot of. Things. I would say at this point but, she's broken out because she was in Knives Out, and then she was in that Marvel WandaVision, and then oh, and then she's see, getting she's getting her yeah. own show off of that. Oh, so good. she's so fucking good. She's yeah. so funny. She's like, I'm, I'm glad to hear that she's. I, I just, I'm so out of touch with the Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I remember she was in like Bad Moms and stuff. And yeah. I'm like. This movie's awful, but she's the only thing that's making it okay, you know, is when she's on screen. Well, watch watch this film called The Goods, Uh, Live Hard, Sell Hard. It's very Mm -hmm. similar. Like, there's a lot of... Oh, my God. Live Hard, Sell Hard. Now that you said that, they're a car... Aren't they in car dealership or some shit? Okay. Yes. I remember the previews for this movie now. And, like, the previews, like, you would never think to watch it. But Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, there's so many good bits in it. That it carries yeah. the whole film. I mean, it's got tons of funny people yeah. in it. Although Ken Jeong, like at first he was funny and now I can't stand him because mm. uh, my uh, parents watch like The Masked Singer and I'll be over there, you know, occasionally and they'll be on and I'm like, he's become insufferable. Mm-hmm. Like he's literally hosting a freaking singing show with Jen- Jenny McCarthy, you know, and I'm just like, uh, I want you to get hit by a bus. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got a lot of good people there. Craig Robson, Tony Hale. Nobody tells DJ Request what to play. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen Shaw. Wow, there's a lot of Alan Thick is yeah. in it. Jesus, this is like so many people in this movie. Yeah, the movie rules. Yeah. All right, I like it. Yeah, good. And then, All and right. then, to be Brian adding everything on. <laughs> Give me nine yeah. more because I got nine more too. Brian but I'm not going to say them. I'm suppressing my my other twelve things. I no, say. I would just say the the only other thing Brian didn't bring up that I didn't hear, but Meg kind of brought up. Uh, Meg said Fargo, and I just say go through the Cohen Brothers fucking catalog. Mm, Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Raising Arizona. Yeah. Fucking uh, Big Lebowski, uh, No Country mm-hmm. for Old Men. They were involved in Nicholas Cage in general. That now that you mentioned Raising Arizona, I was like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the Cage movies. So, anything, yeah. anything the Cage. Yeah. I haven't. Uh, I haven't even got. I definitely went through a real um, Coen Brothers and. Uh, um, <laughs> well, why am I drawing a freaking West? I went through a, a a very Wes Anderson phase in college as well. So like Fantastic Mr. Fox, The Royal Tenenbaums. Mm-hmm. I was all about those those flicks as well, although I haven't watched them Ooh, a ton. In I forgot recent about years. Fantastic Mr. Fox, like the, the like the it was kind of like it was like stop motion animation yeah. type thing. Yeah, yeah, I saw that in the theaters long ago. It was great. Good movie. Oh, great, great flick. All right, let's roll on here. 
this one uh, from at Johnny Berlin 84, a uh, regular uh, uh, Instagram contributor. I think he's submitted questions in the past too for us. Um, Johnny says, was Captain Bucky O'Hare a thing for you guys growing up? Um, which I had not thought about Captain Bucky O'Hare in a hot sec, but um, I do occasionally as um, a, a, a grown ass adult man who collects toys, <laughs> um, I do see it quite often. I never really was into it, but it did feel like it was um, one of those, not a spinoff, but like, you know, you had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm -hmm. Then you had, you know, your your biker mice from Mars and your street sharks and your things like that. Your, you know, Power Rangers. And although that's not necessarily as much of a spinoff, but and big bad Beetleborgs and all that shit. <laughs> I felt like it was kind of in that vein. Like they had some of the like kooky characters and Captain Bucky O'Hare felt like it could have been a spinoff of TMNT a little bit, which... It I like to just look at the character. It looks mm. insanely familiar. And I feel like it probably was like a passing show in my mm -hmm. childhood, if at all. Yeah. Um, but I also don't remember much from my childhood. So I'll just blame that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Captain Bucky O'Hare and the Toad Wars was the show, which I don't think I ever watched as a kid. Yeah. And the thing is, we had a lot more rabbit based stuff back in the 80s and 90s. Mm -hmm. Because you had Bucky O'Hare. Ever heard of Bugs Bunny? Jesus. <laughs> that was a bad. <laughs> That's a great impression. Strong impression. So glad you interrupted me for that. <laughs> <laughs> me too, actually. So yeah, you had Bucky O'Hare. And then you had uh, you had the Ujimbo. You saw a Ujimbo character on TMNT. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. And then you yeah. had Jazz yeah. Jackrabbit. I, I literally have, I forgot he was even a rabbit. I have a I have a, a figure of him somewhere. Mm -hmm. Jazz Jackrabbit, I, I swear there had to have been some sort of copyright fight between Bucky O'Hare and Jazz Jackrabbit because they're both green rabbits in space. There's no way. Yeah, Jazz, ja mm. Jazz Jackrabbit, I kind of forgot existed until just this second. He was a little bit, uh, I mean, I, I want to say adult oriented, but it felt like it was towards a little bit of a, an older audience. Although I think Bucky O'Hare was, was like a comic book mm -hmm. before... So they might have given it the TMNT treatment where like obviously the original TMNT comic book was was a lot grittier and, you know, a, you know, mature. And then they turned it into, you know, uh, a cartoon for for younger kids. But to answer the question, it was a thing, although it was very much on the periphery for me. If if given the option between uh, a, a super because didn't he have like a almost like a, a World War One kind of flying ace type of look to him. Like he had like the flying goggles and stuff like, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. But yeah. He just can't, you just can't stand up to a street shark. Yeah, it me. was like, you know, and, and I, I think, I think Johnny Berlin is uh, of British descent. You know? Yeah, yeah, I think. So I think, I think he's, he's yeah, British. so if I'm looking at this character design and guessing, because also that's the mm -hmm. thing we never think about. We never think about how Judge Dredd is actually a British comic. Oh, I didn't. didn't yeah, know Judge that. Dredd was a British comic, but I'm thinking Br yeah. Bucky O'Hare was probably a British comic as well because he looks like okay. he's probably one of those flying aces, but also mm -hmm. is stealing a lot from Flash Gordon at the same time. Okay, could be. Yeah, I don't think. I, I mean, I, I feel like I saw previews of for the show or trailers. I don't know if it was something 
that I saw as a kid or something I've seen just like on YouTube in recent mm-hmm. years. Cause I do, I do frequent a lot of those spaces on the YouTubes. Um, but yeah, it was, it was definitely in the periphery for me, but I never really, never really touched, yeah. it, touched it too much. Yeah. Um, here's another one favorite eighties slasher that never got a sequel or a remake, which I thought of, one immediately which is not really a slasher necessarily um which uh, uh you know you you always hear grumblings that it's going to get a remake it's going to get a a video game it's going to get an animated series all this stuff is killer clowns i love killer mm-hmm. clowns from outer space and it, it never did but as far as slashers are concerned um i've always been a big fan not of the movie because the movie is kind of a disaster but the character and the and the gore effects because it was savini and stuff is the prowler i kind of always was surprised that the prowler never got a sequel mm. um i don't know off the top of my head if it just didn't make any money maybe that had something to do with it but i always thought felt that to be an under appreciated appreciated slasher villain at least yeah uh hmm. but i mean <sighs> Maybe it never got a sequel because then you got to think, does Halloween three count in that? Because there was never mm. a sequel to Halloween three, but even then that's not but really a slasher. Not a slasher. Not a slasher. Yeah. Um, um, hmm. a one I just thought of, uh, Madman 81. Oh yeah. That is one of my, one of the mo- more underappreciated camp slashers out there and it's not particularly well acted (laughs) but it has a couple of scenes that i don't even know if it's a hundred percent on purpose or if they just got lucky but there's a couple of kills in that that are like pretty disturbing compared to even you know your more mainstream you know slat uh camp slashers uh madman has always been a movie that i that i really fucking love and i don't think it as far as i know no sequels, and as far as I know, no remakes either. Mm. I'd have to go back and rewatch that one. It's been. I- There's particularly one, and I'm kind of remembering it. Uh, I, I know it's from that movie, so I'm not mixing it up with a different movie, but I'm where a guy basically it's like dragged, like he gets dragged from the ground, like he got like a noose around his neck, and he gets like dragged up into like, and he's like, you know, hung basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just. If I recall, I might be not remembering it perfectly accurately, but there's like no mu- like the music drops out too, so you really hear like all the like, struggling and shit. And I'm just like Jesus, it just is like weirdly unnecessarily brutal compared to a lot of the other movie. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, I was like, this was kind of a little bit hard, so I started like looking up, and I'm like just trying to look at uh, different slasher films. Obviously, we've already talked about My Bloody Valentine, but I really mm. liked that one a lot. Mm. Um, but one that I just saw last year for the first time, and we may have talked about it on the show just in passing, was Rocktober Blood. Just <laughs> that is yeah. the film is unhinged, but I had a lot of fun watching That's it. That's one of those ones where like no one in their right mind would yeah. uh, would My Bloody Valentine did get a remake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, but guys. which which I like actually the remake too. I'm a big fan of the original. It did get a remake, which is well, good. No, I thought as oh, well. oh we said no remakes. I thought we said sequels. Like oh, no sequels. Both. Yeah, it was sequels oh, and remakes. Yeah, okay, got it, got it. But Blo- Rocktober. October Blood is 
it's so unhinged that nobody in their right mind would make it, would remake it, which yeah. makes it a good candidate for this. Yeah. I'm, I, I was uh, trying to do some research real quick. Also, just, just, mm-hmm. uh, so I was looking for to see if they ever remade or uh, made a sequel to Driller Killer. Oh, yeah. The, well, it wasn't called Driller Killer, though, right? It was it was something else. It wasn't a remake. I thought there was like an unaf- like a spiritual sequel or uh, to Driller Killer. There might be a spiritual sequel to it, but I mm. I might be I might be also imagining that. But you also might just be thinking of Slumber Party Massacre too. Where he had a big well, drill on yes, the musical one, and he has a drill on the end of the guitar. No, I'm not thinking of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you are. Yeah, I mean, it would be, it would be it's a fair assessment. Yeah. But yes. I'm, just, I'm just thinking I would I wouldn't be mad at a remake of that today. A good yep. driller killer remake. Yep. Ooh, what about uh, pieces? Yeah. Was did pieces ever? Get I don't a, think I don't so. Think it ever got any type of remake or whatever? Because that's that is a true like cult almost midnight movie type of thing where it's like at the time i don't think very few people outside of a very like niche art audience actually ever saw pieces until recent years i think now that it now it has like quite a quite a cult following mm. but yeah i don't think that ever got a re- remake as far as i know so mm-hmm. yeah you can do that you can do that one yeah. there's a movie i it, it's not a slasher but it's a movie that i always wish would get a remake and like this is this is the thing is like like sequels and remakes I don't care that much about, so I don't think about mm-hmm. them too much. But like I always think about remakes as far as like a lot of the Italian horror goes, because mm. yeah, they weren't as as sequel crazy yeah. as 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 America. Yeah, they weren't yeah. sequel crazy, and also just like the films themselves are always like terribly written. Like they don't make sense. A lot of the, you yeah. can just say they don't make sense, but I would love mm-hmm. to see uh, City of the Living Dead, also known as The Gates of Hell, get mm-hmm. a remake. It, like yeah. that's it's City, it's yeah. so visually arresting, and there's so many great yeah. visuals in it that it's just like if you preserve those and then remake the movie with those pervert, preserved visuals. It would be fantastic, and then yeah, the movie is completely non-coherent. Yeah. Like I have. I've probably tried to watch that movie three or four times and always was like, Oh, that's cool. And then I just lose Mm -hmm. interest. But like, but there's so many iconic moments in that. Like if you watch it and you get through it, you go, Oh, that lady vomited up all those guts. And then the (laughs) guy gets the fucking drill in the head. And it's just like, there's, there's so Mm -hmm. many great things in it, but it's just like, this movie doesn't make any fucking sense. And and I'm pretty sure it's also connected to the, uh, the beyond as well because like yeah. Fulci, like that universe yeah, Fulci yeah. was building this universe of like there's there's all these gates to hell placed all over mm-hmm. the world and like they're getting yeah. opened so like one was opened yeah. in the beyond what, what did he call his friend what was it called like the gates of hell f- trilogy or something it might like have been called that because like city of the living yeah. dead was called the gates of hell as a movie mm-hmm. but then like it just yeah. also might be a gates of hell tri- trilogy i think something yeah. like that but I actually just thought of this. I can't, can't believe I didn't think of this right off the bat. I just talked about it. Motel Hell. Mm. Like Motel mm. Hell, I can't believe it's not got a remake. I feel like it would be like it could have certainly gotten a, uh, a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm kind of blown away. It never has gotten a remake. And then uh, the other one, which was a very early episode of ours, is uh, um, not that you could have. I mean, you could have definitely given it either either or uh, the burning. 
the fact that the mm-hmm. burning and never got any of those is uh, is interesting as well. But who knows? You know, I feel like that that one kind of came out because we we kind of, we might have even talked about it when we covered that sleep or the camp slashers was just like it came out. I think such an appropriate time, mm-hmm. but there were other stronger versions like talking about sleepaway camp. You know, that coming out yeah. at the same time, like it was gonna be <clears throat> kind of like a limited period i think those movies were going to really yeah. but I, off. yeah i think but i think that's that's the opportunity to make a really good remake is mm-hmm. then you can make it its own thing cuz we we watched mm-hmm. the remake of uh, the town that dreaded sundown right. and it made it its own thing of like it was all, it, it was visually interesting to look at cuz that director mm-hmm. didn't had no business directing horror movies but then like mm-hmm. they made it that weird meta thing. So like you could make the burning mm-hmm. its own type of thing that will set it apart from you know sleepaway camp. Like you get into like sure. I don't know, maybe Cropsy leaves the camp and like goes murdering. Midsummer was actually <laughs> its remake. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ari Aster. Yeah, that on the sly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh that that was one where they like took up kind of mediocre movie with a good premise and then like made it into an actual good movie with the remake Mm -hmm. like i feel like we see those always are better received with it with uh like maybe they don't get the box office but they are better received amongst fans i think Mm. because you know instead of taking something like let's say killer clowns which has this huge following and you try to remake it it's going to be really difficult not to alienate or disappoint people. But if you take something like the house that dreaded or the town that dreaded sundown, which was like based on a true story, it had that kind of creepy element, which was really popular at the time. And it had some really quirky, weird elements that kind of worked. But like most of the original movie is like a boring police procedural. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you uh, just, you know, give it the modern, you know, more brutal slasher treatment. It's just makes a lot more fun. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, anything else? Any other ones? No, not really. I think I think slasher is a hard genre to like think about as like favorites mm. that aren't just the obvious ones, mm. because then like yeah. they all kind of just kind of you know either they've all been remade because like Terror Train has both gotten a remake and a re- sequel <laughs> to the remake. Oh, and they're but the the it's god awful yeah it's terrible. a great it's a great to be watched go check yeah. it out it's worth a watch <laughs> it's fun but i really like the original terror train and the remake is so fucking bad but at least it like it they did kind of deliver on a similar vibe yeah i guess if but, we got to ask this question like in the first year we could have said terror train mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah because it didn't exist at that yeah. point yeah um yeah that's true um all right, couple couple more really quick ones here. Uh, this is also from Johnny Berlin eighty four. Uh, any of you remember the animated Wizard of Oz series, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz? I had to look this up, and I did not. This is from nineteen eighty six. Um, it's actually on Prime Video right now, and I'm looking it up, and it looks it it, it looks like it's anime like I, I feel like it's japanese um i don't know just from the art style maybe that's my assumption it looks fucking wild and no i have never seen this have you got have either of you guys mm. heard of this before when did it come uh, out is it in the 80s 86 yeah it was only on one season i think mm, no but the names of the songs look wild too 
was it like supposed to be kind of like a horror adjacent thing or like a take I on it? I don't know. Mm. I don't think so. I think it looks just like a creepy kids. It does look really anime. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe there is there's a creepy component to it, but no, I don't think so. I do hmm. remember the, the there was like I do remember a, an animated Wizard of Oz, which is what I'm kind of like looking for right now. I'm trying to look because I do remember there was another the uh an animated Wizard of Oz movie that I feel like I watched back in the day, but I don't know. I, I never was a huge Wizard of Oz fan, um, to be honest with you. Like, maybe when I was really little, I liked the movie, but I never. I actually was at a Wizard of Oz themed wedding one time. What? My uncle, <laughs> yeah, my my late uncle uh, was. Um, a, a, I would I would think safe to say a serial monogamist would be a good way of putting it. He was married. <laughs> five or six times in his life and he one of one woman he married it was you know relatively short-lived as you might imagine um they had a wizard of oz themed wedding and she wore ruby slippers and like behind the bride you know the bridal table you know where like the bridal party sits during dinner and stuff was like a big mural of like the emerald city it was wild it was <laughs> wild. Um, so, like, I don't know why that just the Wizard of Oz makes me sad. Just <laughs> for whatever reason, it's just like, I don't know, something depressing about it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Never really, never really had. I mean, I've certainly seen the movie a bunch of times, but I and I, I definitely, you know, have gone down the old uh, YouTube rabbit holes of the like, you know, creepy behind the scenes, like, oh, there's someone hanging in the background, you know, kind mm -hmm. of stuff with the Wizard of Oz. But that's that's pretty much where my my relationship with that movie ends, I think. Yeah, I yeah, it, it never really hooked me either, although I did mm -hmm. have some of the other I had some of the other books there. Like, mm -hmm. I remember having picture books and like they were fucking crazy yeah and like because like there's also the return to oz film that is like all over the fucking place and just like you get into like the pumpkin headed guy and everything like yeah this is all half remembered for me wheels mm -hmm. for hands and feet i just remember people with wheels for hands yeah. that were creepy as fuck yeah th th this is all half remembered because it wasn't a, a fucking thing that stuck with me but like there's mm -hmm. definitely like weirder stuff the further you go into these books of like a flying bed and all kinds of goofy shit. Mm -hmm. But I never yeah, I never saw this anime either. It it, it yeah. is it is Japanese anime though. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, that might be a that might be a get stoned and watch that one cuz it's on uh it looks like it's on Prime Video. Mm -hmm. Um but okay, one last one. Less less a question they're posing as a request, which I think this is valid to throw in there from our friend uh, Brett Trunowski, B Drew eighty three on on uh, Instagram said, "Can we please get an Evil Dead showdown?" Um, yeah, so he's he's requesting an Evil spoken. Dead showdown, which we probably yeah there are a couple out there that we've like held on to a little bit that have been on the wheel not that we've intentionally held on to but they haven't come up on the wheel for whatever reason i think evil dead showdown or evil dead franchise is probably one on there especially now that we're getting another remake we got the 2013 version of course we got the original trilogy of movies we've got you know uh uh um you know the the, the tv show that came out uh ash versus evil dead um 
yeah, great. Yeah. I'm, I, that's one remake. But somebody recently was like, "Oh, uh, are, are you guys going to do a, a a Scream Six episode?" And I was like, "I just feel like, although people seem to like the new one, mm-hmm. um, I don't know." For my, uh, I feel like that franchise <laughs> derailed a little while ago. But well, that's yeah, just here's me. the thing: where are you guys at on this franchise? Like, yeah. where are you at on Scream? Like, have you seen the other five? No. I I, yeah. I I watch. Maybe I like love the first, first one. Yeah. The second yeah. one, I thought I didn't like that much, and then I think Steve picked it for something, and we went mm-hmm. and rewatched it, and I did mm-hmm. like it more. Three was fine. Four, I did not like, and then I didn't even watch five, and then I haven't seen six yet. I yeah. So I literally know. have. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I saw three or four. If I did, it was like in passing because they were always on like a USA type channel of sorts. Mm-hmm. And then I did go see five and I was like, meh, I hate it. You mean, like, you mean S cream? <laughs> yeah, S cream. <laughs> um, five cream. Like Courtney Cox. <laughs> oh, that's what five cream, not S cream. Five cream. Yeah. S yeah. cream is just scream. S <laughs> cream. I fucked up my own, uh, my own ripping oh, on someone else. Thanks saying for it interrupting me, Brian. Yeah. Feels real to, good. To, to, <laughs> Just destroy, just botch the joke. I'm just gonna keep, yeah. Um, now anywho, you know how it feels, uh, Meg. Take that. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is payback because I did it to you a lot. Um, Courtney Cox kind of ruined it for me. It was like, it, like five felt like a stretch. Like, oh, we're just like gonna recycle like storylines and like stuff. And I hated that. But other people, I did hear good things about six. I don't know. I mean, I'll probably watch it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'll my brother was trying to talk me into six and telling me why it's worth watching and all that stuff. I was just like, I just don't care. Yeah, I'll watch it because I've seen the other ones. Like mm-hmm. that's just it. Just becomes that like that weird perfunctory. Like I don't know why I can't break it on other stuff. On other stuff, like I broke it on Star Wars. I just mm-hmm. stopped watching Star Wars one day. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I will say I'm kind of like a Jen Ortega fangirl right now too. So I think that'd probably mm. be why I'd watch it. Yeah. But I can't I can't break it on Scream. I can't break it on Saw movies. I'll watch the new Saw when it comes out. It's just I haven't watched the last probably four Saw movies. <laughs> they're so terrible. Dude, the one with yeah. Chris Rock is so fucking abysmal. And, yeah. I, and like I hate it and it's funny. <laughs> I seriously haven't probably I probably only watched the first three. Like mm-hmm. honestly, that's probably I gave up pretty early on with Saw. Um I like the first one. Um, I, I, I saw this meme recently that uh, just, I felt very seen is, um, where, you know, in the first movie when he is, uh, uh, got the, you know, he's reaching out, like the key is just beyond his reach or, or maybe it was the gun that was beyond his reach. And, um, and he's reaching, 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 but then he has the saw and they're like, why don't you use the saw to give you that few extra inches to pull right, it closer yeah. to you? <laughs> Are you really that fucking stupid? Um, yeah, I don't know. Something about <laughs> also, uh, I saw a couple of really good saw ones. Apparently, uh, in one of the more recent ones, they were like, uh, they were uh, the meme was, you know, somebody explaining how they like used, you know, CGI and all the stuff to, to age someone down. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Tobin Bell, don't worry, I'll just put a hat on backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just wears a hat and a hoodie. He's like, Yeah, they're like, oh, he's not 70 now. Right. And he's that, 30. And that's yeah. the thing. It just that's that's why I keep watching them because I just love 
the hoops they fucking jump through to make this like try to make any bit of fucking sense because you can tell Mm -hmm. you can tell most of this wasn't planned at the beginning like obviously not (laughs) of course no 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 one in a bajillion years when they made that first movie said we're gonna still be doing this 10 movies later like yeah and so now they're doing the same thing with scream they have like they have characters coming back they have new characters like you coming back there they're killing off some people at a mm-hmm. slow rate but it's yeah. just like it's it's great to just see like how do you try to make this relevant to what the original film was well isn't like someone i mean obviously like sydney prescott you know is not in the movies anymore right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but isn't it now like one of the like stars of the movie is related to somebody else or mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's yeah. just it's the, a the lot. one the one girl in five is she's the daughter of Skeet Ulrich's character in one. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> Billy Loomis's <laughs> daughter. Yeah, like and and we've already had Billy Loomis's mom. Aunt Jackie came back and played Billy Loomis's mom. <laughs> Listen, it for me the franchise peaked when you've got Timothy Oliphant. And Aunt Jackie are the killers. Like, how do you get any better than that? Those and, two people. They're on like my Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Aunt Jackie and Tim, Tim the Oliphant. They're, yeah. they're going they're going the opposite direction of Star Wars, too, if you think about it, because Billy Loomis was the killer and so was Mama Loomis. But mm-hmm. now this new younger uh, female character, she's a good guy in five. OK, so she like she's now taking the loot. The, well, I guess it's not the reverse of Star Wars. It's the same as Star Wars because she, yeah, she's say, she's, Luke Sky, she's Luke Skywalker. Right. So then in the next three movies, 20 years from now, her kid will be the killer. Yes. <laughs> like Kylo Ren. They are in a they are in a, a Star Wars feedback loop uh, right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> Inception level Star Warsing over in the Scream universe, guys. Um, all right. I think that's all the uh, the questions. We'll, we'll do another one of these if uh, if uh, if Yin's guys like it. It's always fun. Um, thank you for submitting all the questions. Thanks for our social media friends and listeners for throwing some fucking questions our way that we could answer um yeah and then next week tune in for another mini-sode uh but during that mini-sode we will also tell you what our robot rampage picks are going to be for the showdown episode in april so if you got suggestions throw them our way via social medias um yeah because this is one that's like not nothing goes comes immediately to mind so i think there's a lot of good options to 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 go with so all right anything else i'm forgetting here boys and ghouls not that i can think of at the moment uh i don't know what we're doing next week i have a bunch of ideas um but yeah we got ideas baby yeah we got ideas we gonna be here we gonna be doing a some bitchin' mini sode um and you know what guys right around the corner I've, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be camp slasher season pretty soon mm-hmm. here guys mm-hmm. it's gonna be april soon uh the last drive-in's coming back camp gonna be watching movies outside i'm excited to get back into it like we're getting out of that lull that is the absolute biggest piece of shit part of the year which is january february and march once you get in the summertime i mean that's practically halloween by that point so yeah um it's coming back around guys all right uh for the halloween is forever crew i'm brian i'm meg 
I'm whoever was banging Anna Kendrick in the Twilight <laughs> movies because that's the protagonist <laughs> I am. <laughs> That's oh, that's okay. who Steve is. Um, All right, see you later, babe. Me.